They don't, they're affiliated with a gym run by, invariably, someone who was themselves a world-class gymnast. Nastia Lukin comes from a gym in Texas run by her father and mother, who were themselves world-class gymnasts, right? Without her father and mother, she's not there. Uh, Sean Johnson comes from a gym in, I think, somewhere in Iowa, right, that was started by someone who was a world-class gymnast in China and who left China and moved to Iowa and opened a gym. Unless that guy moves to Iowa and opens a gym, Sean Johnson is not a gold medal winner in the Olympics. She might have been a fine gymnast, but she needed that opportunity to learn and work hard in order to reach the level that she reached. Um, and you can't, and you know, I am sure that if we had Sean Johnson and Nastia Lukin here, the first thing they would do was credit their coaches and their gyms, not because they're being modest or being nice, but because they're being honest. And almost all world-class athletes recognize instantly how critical those kinds of, of communities of learning were in their own achievement. And that's why they'll always, when you ask them, they'll always start with coach, family, you know, club, and then move on to their own personal um, uh, gifts and contributions. I can't help but ask about the great string of comedians from Canada. I actually thought of doing a chapter on this. It has to do with, although it gets slightly off topic, it has to do with outsiderness. So it's a subset of the same reason why all great comedians are uh, Jewish and black. And that is uh, to be a minority, uh, to be a stigmatized minority, is uh, to, to be given the comic stance, right? You're constantly looking at this much larger group and you are allowed to make fun of them because you're not threatening, right? You permit minorities to make light of you because there's no way they can, first of all, they're not powerful enough to threaten you in some way. But secondly, because they're not part of, their, of your world, they can be rude, right? The person who you grew up with in your family or who is a close part of your culture, you hold them to a very high standard of behavior. You can't, you know, you have to observe the rules of the community. The person outside the community doesn't have to observe the rules at all, right? Well, comedy is all about not observing the rules. So people who come from outside the dominant community always have a comic advantage. So Jews have a comic advantage. African-Americans have a comic advantage. Canadians have a comic advantage. Um, And that's always been the case. As long as people have made jokes, jokes have been made by outsiders. Uh, So it's another way in which your um, upbringing influences um, uh, your success. This has been a Hachette audio production of Outliers, written and read by Malcolm Gladwell, produced and directed by John McElroy, post-production by the Gas House Production Company, production supervised by Michelle McGonigal. Outliers is also available in print from Little Brown & Company, a division of Hachette Book Group. Text copyright 2008 by Malcolm Gladwell. Audio production copyright and published 2008 by Hachette Audio. All rights reserved. Except as permitted under the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, 
No part of this production may be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted in any form or by any means, or stored in a database or retrieval system without the prior written permission of the publisher.